Hello and welcome to Mr. Wilson's Second Liner's Second Podcast. This series is titled Promised Land. The interview for this episode was recorded remotely in the first weeks of lockdown. Today you'll hear from Mandy. Our theme tune is Ptolemy by Aphex Twin, performed and recorded by Architects of Roslyn. And at the end of each episode, you can name check the tunes and the artists who created the soundtrack. This series includes some adult language, references to the misuse of drugs and strobe lighting. So may not be suitable for younger listeners. It was curated by Will Lenton and Sonia Murhead. Okay, I'm walking up on the stairs to get on stage at Heaton Park. It's a summer day, 91. I'm walking up the stairs, I'm on stage, and I just look out and there's thousands of people. Fonzo Buller, Manchester Vibes in the area, hands me a mic and says, oh, this, is, this is Mandy. I don't think he knows who I am actually to be honest but he just gives me the mic anyway and so I walk out onto the stage I don't I'm what am I supposed to do I don't really know what I'm what I'm doing I just think I've just let this let this take over me and I'm on stage singing with 808 state so I'm totally I'm so nervous but really, I'm really excited as well. Doing a song in front of loads of people, thousands of people, a magical dream. And I could just see everyone in the, I could just see all these faces. I'm wearing some white, I don't think, they white? They're kind of very light denim jeans with kind of biker boots and a, uh, leather gilet type affair cut off at the arms and my hair's kind of my hair's wavy and a little bit wavy ravy <laughs> I didn't go for the dungarees I went for the leather leather and denim <laughs> so I'm on stage um, and I'm look, looking around and Graham Massey's playing guitar and it's Martin Price He's there behind the keyboards, raving. Just an eight to eight, Darren and Andy. Um, Fonzo Buller, who is an MC at the time, he he introduced, he was sort of always getting onto sound systems. Manchester vibes in the area. That was his famous uh, line. <laughs> I love saying it, man. In the area, Manchester vibes. In the area. Hello, my name is Mandy. Okay, so 
This is a sheet of headed paper from the School of Sound Recording in Manchester, and where I went um, in 1988. For a couple of years, I'd been really wanting to do sound engineering, but um, my dad didn't believe me, and I needed to borrow some money, so he made me wait for like a couple of years. And then said, yeah, okay, I'll lend you a bit of money to do it. So the top of the headed paper, it just says School of Sound Recording, 10 Tariff Street, Manchester. Oh, with the phone number 061. 061-221830. And it's got a little SSR logo at the bottom. And it was a really small kind of venture when it started, I think. But at that time, just quite exciting, you know, to be, have these little studios underground. Um, if you if you went and if you went downstairs, if you went in the wrong door to go underground, you'd end up in some kind of weird sauna. I think it was like a male sauna place. So you you didn't want to go in there after a few drinks and get the wrong doorway. You'd be like, oh shit, all right, okay, yeah. <laughs> I've just been going through some old papers and things and I just found, I found this paper. I don't know why I've got it, to be honest. It just really made me smile when I sort of dug it out of a load of other papers and just made me think about all those memories. Hacienda. Spice. Most excellent. The Ritz, Venue, Conspiracy, uh, Out of the Blue Studio, Drawberry Studio, Revolution Studio, Justin Robertson, Dust Brothers. Bizarring, Kath McDermott, Flesh, Nude. Terriers, Stone Roses, Happy Mondays, 808 Day. Playtime Records. Play Hard Records. Sugar Merchants. That was my band. <laughs> Justin, did I say Justin Robertson? I did, didn't I? Justin Robertson. Lion Rock. Yargo. Oh, I'm going to say some more now. Um, World of Twist, Interstellar, Tot, 
James in spiral carpets. I was trying to think of more women at the time as well. Kath Carroll, Deborah Ann Turner, Man from Del Monte. That was the first band, one of the first bands I ever tape popped on. The new Fast Automatic Daffodils. They were the they were the band that I first recorded. New Order, they were there, weren't they? Sasha, The Verve, Oasis. Just thinking of the bands that came in the studio as well that I worked in. Um, Love Decade from Blackburn. <laughs> Jeff Barrett, Heavenly Records, Saint Etienne. So me and my two mates that hung out a lot, we were called the Terriers, the Orchard Terriers, because we'd always be snapping at people's heels and we could sniff out anything, sniff out where there's any good parties or whatever. This one guy used to go, oh, here they come, the Terriers. Totally on one all the time. Time. I always gravitated to, you know, different kind of cultures. I'd always been, I'd been like a bit of a goth and different, you know, I was always a bit of an out, outsider in that sense of didn't want to be part of the mainstream, you know, I was always part of a counterculture growing up from about the age of 14. You know, I really wanted to, I, I recorded in a studio when I was 16 and I, and I, I just became, a, you know, just thought sound engineering was like being a magician. I just really thought it just looked, it was amazing. Spent the whole night with a sound engineer. So I, I went to Manchester, and it was just really good timing for me because I arrived in '88 with two of my close mates. We ended up getting a, a jobs in um, these two amazing clubs called the International One and Two, where any band that ever came to Manchester played. So we saw everybody from the Ramones to Blondie to Lenny Kravitz to On You Sound to uh, the Stone Roses and Mondays. Everybody played there, you know, so we were working behind the bars. Um, you know, I was already really into music, but just to have that huge selection of music, you, you just sort of gravitated to, to certain things. But I think at the, at the time as well, that like, the culture because people were starting to take ecstasy and the lines were becoming blurred, really, in terms of music and, and you know, people weren't so separate anymore. Everyone just wanted to sort of come together because that's what, that's what it made you feel like, you know, so you, you felt, just felt like a more open time. I worked on the James album and the Inspiral Carpets album as an assistant um, tape-pop assistant engineer. I sort of enjoyed working on those albums, but when I started hearing more 
sort of house stuff and acid house stuff it was like oh god yeah this is this is what I want to be listening to so then you, you would find those nights like the Hacienda Justin Robertson used to come in the studio I worked in out of the blue he did his first remix in there so that would have been like 1991 and he had a night called Spice and a night called Most Excellent and we'd go to Most Excellent and it was really Balearic everything from a house tune to like Shaka Khan Ain't Nobody or you know it was, it was just a great kind of night it was on a Monday night well so your weekend never really finished <laughs> you know it was like you know you'd start on a Thursday night and then you, by the time you'd recover up on a like Wednesday and then you'd be starting again, you, you know. And we'd, I'd, we convinced ourselves we only needed three hours sleep a night because you slept in three-hour cycles. Someone, we'd read that somewhere. You sleep in three-hour cycles, so that's all you need. really wanted to be in a band traveling around doing really interesting gigs because I was working in a recording studio and I, I was working with quite a lot of bands but I wanted my own thing I realized actually after working in a recording studio I didn't want to be a sound engineer for other people I mean basically working with computers in studios had just had just started happening in the last few years. Bit of a revelation because I could then make music on my own. In fear every day, every evening, he calls her aloud from above. Carefully watch for a reason. So at that time my promised land was being in a band and experiencing the world and and life really. And and I did, you know, I went out travelled towards Europe and America and in my late 20s going on to my late 20s I ended up doing that and I just wanted to I just wanted to carry on the hedonism in my life you know so I worked in record shops and then went touring and I just wanted to be around music music was my life Darren and Andy used to have like a, a radio show and they'd say things like tell your mum to get off that fridge and things like that I don't it just always really made us laugh People would just ring in with random things going, hey, we're having a right rave in the kitchen here. Tell your mum to get off that fridge. <laughs> People dancing on, on the white goods. Isolation. Tell your mum to get off that fridge. Terriers forever. The Yorkshire Terriers forever. Me and my best mates causing trouble. 
dancing on, on the white goods. So that's enough so I can turn the recording on. Yeah, lovely. This episode's soundtrack included Move Any Mountain by The Shaman, performed and recorded by Phil Davies, Breathe by The Prodigy, performed by Mr. Wilson's Second Liners, remixed by Will Nanton, Moving On Up by Primal Scream, performed and recorded by Henry Botham, Phil Davies, Paddy Higginson, Howard Jacobs and Will Lanton, Big Time Sensuality by Bjork, performed and recorded by Athol Ransom, and Isolation by Joy Division, performed and recorded by Paul Lehman. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you would like to support your favourite raving street band during a challenging time for live performers, please consider signing up to our Patreon. All proceeds go directly to supporting the musicians and creative development of Mr Wilson's Second Liners, keeping us rave ready for the future. 